Hi, everybody. My name is Robin. I'm an alcoholic. And, um, my sobriety date is July 6, 2001. And for that, I'm so grateful. And I actually come from Scottsdale and I come to Arizona quite often in the winter. Um, uh, what I, I, I'm trying to do this in 10 minutes. I got so much to say, such a little time. And I would also like to congratulate all the uh, chip getters. I've never been to a meeting that had that many people getting a chip in Scottsdale. It was really great to see. And I'm so happy to see that. Um, so anyway, I'm going to try to go as fast as I can. I moved to, um, well, I was raised in Moab, Utah until I was 19. And I was raised by a family of alcoholics that hadn't really crossed the line until eventually they did cross the line. My mom and dad died before um, I sobered up, but I, I was raised with three brothers. And um, my old, my middle brother uh, worked on a drilling rig in Gillette, Wyoming, 65 feet, 65 foot in the air. Um, he taught, worked at Top Derricks. He was in his 20s, three kids and a wife. And the uh, Derrick happened to blow over. He was on the top. He went to the bottom, hit the ground, lost all of his teeth, did a trach right there. It was in the middle of the winter. And how he stayed sober and lived through that, nobody knows. He's like a true miracle. Um, he was uh, actually in the hospital for over a year getting reconstructive surgery. The doctor said he wouldn't make it uh, overnight. And if he did, he would be in a wheelchair and be a vegetable. He made it, he surpassed all of that. And everybody in um, Gillette, Wyoming think he was the greatest miracle in the world. And that they did say that the trauma due to his body from that great of a fall, he would die at a young age. He was 20, left three kids behind. And he died at 43 with a heart attack due to the hard living he did. And then my middle brother actually ended up uh, drowning. They found him in the middle, at the bottom of the, uh, at a lake called Strawberry. And he liked to go fishing there with his dog. And they found the boat, his rig and, and everything at the bottom of the ocean. They put it as drowning, but he had lived a pretty good long life. He had, he had quit drinking and um, had some rocks fall on him because he was a coal miner and um, was on pain pills, but he did get some sobriety in him. And then my middle, my youngest brother, I was uh, uh, before my younger brother, my, oh, my youngest brother, he, um, he went to Salvation Army four times at Phoenix where I'm at. And I was there every Sunday and spent, he cleaned up he, for six months. He would clean up so well. And I would think he would make it. I had so much hope for him. You know, that's all we need is just that much hope. If we just have that much hope, it'll work for us. It'll work for everybody. And anyway, he would go back. What's the, he, he would, you know, I just couldn't believe. And I would go visit those guys down there, bring him to the house, take him horseback ride and do everything I could. Pizza, this, that, meetings. And uh, every time he went back to Moab, he drank. But every time he, and I would let go of him because I didn't want to be around him then. But every time he did go to uh, Salvation Army in Phoenix, 
I was there for him. So I do not regret that I didn't spend some really good quality time with him. And so now I was raised with, I always say I was raised with three boys, all those boys, and I'm the only girl, and I'm the only one left standing. I'd say those big sissies, you know, just joking about it now. But uh, they were good, good people. My family was a great family from a small town. We were all blue collar, hard workers. Um, I moved to Arizona at the age of 19. It was a drinking age then. Um, I moved in with my best friend, Leslie, and her mom. Her mom and dad had gotten a divorce. And I worked at uh, Bash's uh, bagging groceries and put my through through put myself through dental assisting school. And then um, I actually went uh, to, or I met my uh, ex-husband at an ASU party. And then we lived to ten year, lived together for 10 years and had two kids together. But through those 10 years, I put him through hell. I mean, hell, he, we partied together, but then he outgrew it. I didn't. I was a real alcoholic. I knew it from the most from the moment I took my first drink. And then so from there, I divorced him because he was getting in the way of my party and then hired nannies to take help me take care of the kids, which was a lot of shame and guilt that I had to work through. Um, uh, today, today uh, we're we're very, very close. Um, family, my kids and I are close. And, you know, it takes it, it, you know, there was a lot of times I said I was sorry and I'm not going to do it again, you know, and I said that so many times they couldn't believe me. So it was the action and them seeing me do the work that that, um, you know, I gained their trust. And I can remember calling my son every day for seven years, telling him I loved him and finally got him into my life. And now I've got two grandkids that have never seen me drink and one on the way. <laughs> I was so excited. I can't believe I'm a grandma. I always used to think I'd look at my parents and I'd think they're old. I thought I'd never get that old, but here I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be a grandma. I, I am a grandma and I'm, I'm so happy that they won't see me drunk. And, um, you know, my daughter actually became very wild. She, uh, was like me, she ended up going into a treatment center in 2020. Her dad said he was going to sell her horses if she didn't stop drinking. She didn't really want to go in, but she went in because of that. And now she's drinking a little bit here and there, but she did make nationals. She went to Vegas and I was so proud of her because I mean, that is a sport that's a very tough sport because she had quit showing at 16, started back up after 16 years and really went to the top. And I'd say she was gifted at golfing. And then um, with my son, he does not ride. So I started playing golf <laughs> and I thought, how hard could it be to hit that little white ball? My son, <laughs> my son golf and I've known Chris Callahan for over 12 years and she has been my sponsor here. But at the time I knew her, I wasn't a golfer. I had like horses, so I was riding every day. I didn't have time to golf. And anyway, so I just went golfing with her yesterday and I asked her if I had potential if, and because I really want to know. And she said, yes, you do. 
So when I'm here, I'll take her classes there on Thursday. She's going to do some classes. But yes, I really do love the sport. And it's a sport that I can spend with my son, you know, spend time with my son that I never did. You know, I, I was always so selfish and self-centered when I was drinking and using um, uh, at the uh, before I moved out of my house in Scottsdale and moved out to Rio Verde, where the horse country is, um, I got involved with the uh, Aryan Brotherhood and they came in and come and took over my house. They took over my house. I mean, somehow I let them in, I don't remember. And I ended up, I had a nice house in Scottsdale. I lived next to the Scottsdale golf course. I had horses. I had a beautiful life, a, a life that you, you can't, imagine of having you know and here I am in that kind of a you know a place of living that I could have had the best life ever you know and and I messed it up being an alcoholic of course um I ended up with seven DUIs in Arizona and all across the four corners area they knew me wherever I went. They knew me by name in Arizona. <laughs> and so what I did this year is when I took up golfing in 2020, I ended up going back to all the four corners state, all four corners area where I got those DUIs and tried to get a par three. I did on some. And I tried to make those bad memories into good memories. <laughs> so that worked and that was fun. And that was great for me because I could travel alone and, and I met really good people at different AA meetings. I mean, there is nothing, nothing like the people that I have met in AA. They would do anything for me, for you, uh, for the community. And um, that's what I care about AA because they are my family now. I have no, you know, AA are my family people. And one minute, oh gosh, uh, let's see. Today, don't, that, you know, that was it condensed into like 20 years. I have a lot more stories. I want to tell one more story, one more quick boat story. And now my ex and I, before we had kids, uh, we had a boat. We lived in Arizona, so we'd go to Saguaro Lake. Um, he, had, he was a traveling salesman at the time. And he said, he looked at me, he said, whatever you do, don't take that boat out. It's the only boat I own. It's the only thing I own. I said, oh, I won't. I won't. You can believe me. And not, didn't, he didn't get around that corner. I was on the friend with my, Don, my friend Donna up the street. Want to go to the lake? Yeah, come on up and get us. And so I was going to get her and her boyfriend. Ended up, I was taking too, too long. So he came and helped me pack up. He goes, oh, I'll go hook the boat up. I know how to do all that. So I figured he did. So I'm going down country club and it was a busy 5.30 going down country club, a lot of traffic. And I go like this, I, I, I go like this, I hit a by dock, boom, like that. And all of a sudden I look over and I go, gosh, God, that looks like Bruce's boat. Oh my God, it is Bruce's boat. Oh shit. And so the boat, the wheel had come down and it's going like that. And it's going on to the oncoming traffic. And I'm laying on the horn, go, go, go. And they were finally, it ended up hitting someone going off on his belly. 
hitting the curb and going into an auto center and they're going, who was the idiot that was driving that? And I come walking up, it was me. Oh, it was a girl, you know? And so anyway, that was years ago. And, uh, you know, I mean, the things that I did and went through, but what I can say today is that I do get along. What AA has given me is I can get along with my ex-husband uh, because the kids, the grandkids, the weddings, uh, whatever it is, I'm very nice to his, his girlfriend, happy to, you know, about things like that. This is what AA gives us. It gives us that kind of a life to where we can, we can get along with the fan, be, you know, outside uh, family members. Um, one other thing I wanted to say, and um, I wanted to make it quick, but I see I have the time. <laughs> and uh, it was a funny one to do. <laughs> but anyway, I can't really, I, I, oh, I, I, I can remember this. I had lost my license. Uh, oh, hurry, it's got, you know, quick second. I, I had lost my license indefinitely with those seven DUIs. I was in jail every, every time. And I didn't want my kids to come and see me. Last time I spent my time in jail was six months. And then at Joe R. Pyle's Tent City, and uh, I had the choice of going to prison or going to a women's halfway house for a year. I chose the halfway house for a year, which that worked out. And when I lost my license indefinitely, I said to my, um, I said, I was like, screw you. I'm going to get, I'm going to get on my horse. I'm riding to get that beer. I needed that beer more than air itself. Well, I had run down to the, um, to the green belt, go to the mini mart six in the morning. I was like, waving the money i needed that alcohol the girl would say don't go don't come in stay on the horse i'd i'd go she'd bring me the alcohol home i'd race that horse home i'd bring that horse in my backyard and i would pop that first beer it'd go all over and cajun got that first beer because at the end he was my only friend you know and so that's it that's it <laughs>